0: This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Oh, well, the baseball bat is obviously a staple of the game, whether it be wood. Or aluminum, but wood bats obviously have a long history in the game, and they continue to be used on many levels of baseball. With new styles and innovations seemingly come forward very frequently. Travis Copley is vice president of sales and marketing for Old Hickory Bat Company in Tennessee, and I should note that Travis is a young man that I saw, and I can say young man because he's. I saw him as a minor leaguer coming up through the Cincinnati Red System many many years ago. Trav, great to talk to you again. How have you been? I've been doing well, Dan. How about yourself? I'm hanging in. Great to talk with you. Uh look, you know you know this as well as anybody having played uh, in, in high school and college and in the pros, but the 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 aspect of the wood bat. What is it that still makes it so special for the game today?
1: I think Tradition more than anything else. Um, You know, the game at at, at the highest level has always been played with wood. Um, I think you know there's there's some nostalgia there that uh, changes or tweaks or concerns that he may have with his bat, Um, and and that's really kind of how you 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 have. You know, guys are always going to change. Very rarely do you have one guy that swings one model, one length, one weight for his entire career. You know, guys get hurt. They they get older. Uh, you know, they may change the swing. And so having that relationship where they have direct contact with us, where we can kind of walk through that process with yeah. them, uh, has been super beneficial for us.
0: What's the pricing component been like for that production over the last uh, several years? Uh, and as you said, you make it for a variety of different levels, whether it be major league leaguer uh, all the way down.
1: That continually goes up every year a little bit. Um, and we try to manage it with, with our facilities and what our capacity is at the time.
0: And, and you have uh, a pretty good list of, of major leaguers, including Mike Trout, that uh, is uh, on your roster. And, and what is it that – what's that process like in working with them in terms of delivering them a product that they feel is best for when they go out and play in a, in a major league game?
1: So for us, it's, it's – it's, starts with the relationship with the player um you know you brought up mike i, I was fortunate enough to meet mike when he was 16 years old um he kind of forged a relationship over time where he's comfortable coming to us with any you know changes or tweaks or concerns that he may have with his bat um and that's really kind of how you 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 have to, you know guys are always going to change Very rarely do you have one guy that swings one model, one length, one weight for his entire career. You know, guys get hurt, they they get older, uh, you know, they may change the swing. And so having that relationship where they have direct contact with us, where we can kind of walk through that process with them, uh, has been super beneficial
0: for us. What's the pricing component been like for bat production over the last uh, several years? And uh, as you said, you make it for a variety of different levels, whether it be major leaguer uh, all the way down, probably even some kids will use a, a wood bat. What's that process been like? And, and I guess also the sourcing element of it as well, being able to get the, the, the right woods to be able to produce these bats
1: right so the pricing you know it, it, we, our stuff comes out of the wood industry obviously so like everything else wood related you know we saw prices go up uh, significantly over the last couple of years uh they have seemed to stabilize a little bit uh, as we get into the the 23 season um but yeah it was it was uh, an interesting stretch of time with covid um everything being shut down we were in a very good position that we actually own our own wood facility so as this started to i guess everybody became aware of what covid is and what was going to happen um we were able to, to front load a little bit so we were in a pretty good spot through that time um it also helped on the pricing. We didn't have to move our prices quite as drastically as, right. as maybe some other companies did.
0: What is that process like from you know from the delivery of the wood to to final production of the bat? Take us through a little bit of what's all entailed there. Sure.
1: Uh, so the majority of our wood comes out of the Northeast, uh, New York, Pennsylvania area. Uh, we have a place in Pennsylvania that will basically— Split the logs for us uh, and turn them into green squares. We have a drying facility in Missouri uh, where we ship the squares there. They're dried. That's dried and then turned into dowels. So that's probably a two- to three-week process there before we ever get the wood in-house. Uh, once we receive it here in Tennessee, uh, it goes pretty quick. And so, you know, once we put a, put a piece of wood on the lathe to cut a bath, uh, it's about a four- to five-day process to get it out the door.
0: And so outside of the major leaguers that you guys work with, where do you see the most interest in terms of wanting to have the wood bat? What levels of baseball are you seeing it? High school college,
1: for sure. And, you know, if you're a, a
0: premier player at the high school level,
1: chances are your summer schedule is almost exclusively wood. Um, and so you're talking about some of these guys may play up to you know 80, 90, 100 games in the summer and fall. With the wood bat. So they're, they're not far off of what a minor league schedule would look like as far as the number of games. Um, college summer ball has changed a little bit in the 20 plus years since I played, uh, but it, most of those leagues are still wood. The, the game schedules aren't quite as long with most of them, but you're still looking at, you know, a lot of these guys will go play 30 games in the, in the summer after their college season wraps up.
0: We talk a lot about innovation in terms of business. Is there a level of innovation within the the bat making industry these days? Yeah,
1: we're seeing the tech side of of things come into bat making, Um, whether it's bat testing, bat fitting for specific players. Um, You know, there's been a lot of advances on the drying side with the wood as far as, uh, you know, how that's done, trying to cut down the time. 200 years ago, they would cut down a tree, put it into, you know, cut it into billets and let it sit outside until it dried. Now we have these really cool, fancy kilns that have, you know, taken a couple months and turned it into
0: a couple weeks. So you, 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 with the major league players you work with, you obviously are working with them to the specifications of what they would like. But for the remainder of the bats that, that you will sell uh, for Old Hickory, those, I guess, are, are somewhat stock. Uh, or are there some levels of specifications that, that you are looking to make in terms of the types of bats that you're putting out there?
1: So we do both. Um, we carry stock bats. And then we do custom bats. We, are, our old Hickory in 1999 was born as a custom bat company, and we will forever be a custom bat company. Um, and that applies to the amateur side, all the way to the big league side. So, if a uh, you know a 15 year old high school kid has an idea for a bat that 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 he would like to see made, we can make that happen for him.
0: Do you see that number on the rise in the last few years? And I say that because we've seen more speciality in terms of sports in general, and probably there's more spend than we've seen uh, in recent years because of how sports and and travel sports have really increased in the last several years.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's the, the, with, with the advancement of the tech coming into our world, um, you know, bat fittings and bat testings at the amateur level are going to continually rise. Um, and, and like you said, the, the spend year over year continually increases. Um, and you know, we look at it as the best players want the best product.
0: The best woods for for making bats right now are what?
1: Maple and birch. Yeah, the 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 days of ash bats are uh, are, are slowly fading away.
0: Why why is it that that, that ash has kind of kind of faded away here in recent years? So
1: two main reasons: one, uh, maple and birch are harder and they tend to last longer. Um, but really, what's what's kind of what's kind of got ash in the bind right now is the uh, boar beetle that's that's come in, and so it's tearing up the ash trees. It's it's made it harder to get those those billets, the good billets in there, um, and and. Honestly, the preference for most of the big league players is maple or birch.
0: So you've, you've, you're not only just somebody producing bats, but you have to be watching the environment as well, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's, you know, we get calls, you know, all the time or emails from people that, Hey, they had a storm roll through and the maple tree fell down. Would, you know, would we want it? And, yeah. you know, we have to explain that, that there is a growing cycle and season that is optimal for the wood that we use for bats um, and so not every tree gets has the ability to get turned into a bat
0: trev great to talk to you great to catch up with you again all the best to the family dan
1: i appreciate it and uh, hopefully we'll connect here soon
0: absolutely no question about it travis Copley, who's vice president of sales and marketing for old hickory bat company based in tennessee